When people ask me what I do, taxi drivers, dental hygienists, I tell them I work in an office. In almost nine years, no one's ever asked what kind of office or what sort of job I do there. I can't decide whether that's because I fit perfectly with their idea of what an office worker looks like, or whether people hear the phrase, work in an office, and automatically fill in the blanks themselves. Lady doing photocopying, man tapping at a keyboard. I'm not complaining. I'm delighted that I don't have to get into the fascinating intricacies of accounts receivable with them. When I first started working here, whenever anyone asked, I told them that I worked for a graphic design company, but then they assumed I was a creative type. It became a bit boring to see their faces blank over when I explained that it was back-office stuff, that I didn't get to use the fine-tipped pens and the fancy software. I'm nearly thirty years old now, and I've been working here since I was twenty-one. Bob, the owner, took me on not long after the office opened. I suppose he felt sorry for me. I had a degree in classics and no work experience to speak of, and I turned up for the interview with a black eye, a couple of missing teeth, and a broken arm. Maybe he sensed back then that I would never aspire to anything more than a poorly paid office job, that I would be content to stay with the company and save him the bother of ever having to recruit a replacement. Perhaps he could also tell that I'd never need to take time off to go on honeymoon or request maternity leave. I don't know. It's definitely a two-tier system in the office. The creators are the film stars, the rest of us merely supporting artists. You can tell by looking at us which category we fall into. To be fair, part of that is salary-related. The back-office staff get paid a pittance, and so we can't afford much in the way of sharp haircuts and nerdy glasses. Clothes, music, gadgets. Although the designers are desperate to be seen as free thinkers with unique ideas, they all adhere to a strict uniform. Graphic design is of no interest to me. I'm a finance clerk, I could be issuing invoices for anything, really. Armaments, rohypnol, coconuts. From Monday to Friday, I come in at 8.30. I take an hour for lunch. I used to bring in my own sandwiches, but the food at home almost went off before I could use it up, so now I get something from the high street. I always finish with a trip to Marks and Spencer on a Friday, which rounds off the week nicely. I sit in the staff room with my sandwich and I read the newspaper from cover to cover, and then I do the crosswords. I take the Daily Telegraph, not because I like it particularly, but because it has the best cryptic crossword. I don't talk to anyone. By the time I've bought my meal deal, read the paper, and finished both crosswords, the hour is almost up. I go back to my desk and work till 5.30. The bus home takes half an hour. I make supper and eat it while I listen to the archers. I usually have pasta with pesto and salad, one pan and one plate. My childhood was full of culinary contradiction, and I've dined on both hand-dyed scallops and boil-in-the-bag cod over the years. After much reflection on the political and sociological aspects of the table, I've realised that I am completely uninterested in food. My preference is for fodder that is cheap, quick and simple to procure and prepare, whilst providing the requisite nutrients to enable a person to stay alive. After I've washed up, I read a book, or sometimes I watch television if there's a programme the Telegraph has recommended that day. I usually, well, always, talk to Mummy on a Wednesday evening for fifteen minutes or so. I go to bed around ten, read for half an hour and then put the light out. 
I don't have trouble sleeping, as a rule. On Fridays, I don't get the bus straight after work, but instead I go to the Tesco Metro around the corner from the office and buy a margarita pizza, some Chianti, and two big bottles of Glenn's vodka. When I get home, I eat the pizza and drink the wine. I have some vodka afterwards. I don't need much on a Friday, just a few big swigs. I usually wake up on the sofa around 3am and I stumble off to bed. I drink the rest of the vodka over the weekend, spread it throughout both days so that I'm neither drunk nor sober. Monday takes a long time to come around.